0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Budgeting, budgeting saving, and reaching your financial rewards. Money, 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 money Talks on News Talks FB. Time to talk money talk with Mortgage Ability New Zealand Director, Marcus Hull. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, how are you going? Great, thanks. 0800 80 Marcus does take your call, answers your questions. Whether it's finance, uh, you're looking to borrow, um, or if you want some budgeting advice, he's your man. 0800 80 1080. And if you're a bit shy and don't want to speak to Marcus, you can text us a question and Jack will get that to us. 9292. First of all, Marcus...
0: How was your weekend? Was it all right? Yep, good. It's been a bit wet lately, but Sunday was a cracker, wasn't it? Too, it was good to see so many people out around Oamaru Bay and markets a big and stuff like family that. Family twenty first too. New research
1: finds that twelve percent of Kiwis with debt are keeping it secret from their
0: partners. What are the pros and cons of doing that? <laughs> um, I've but, got my own opinion on this one. <laughs> I could probably only see a lot of downsides at, at some stage, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I can understand why that might occur. You know, it could be a, a debt that someone's embarrassed about, or on the flip side, it could be some savings that you know one partner's got from the other because they might feel a bit vulnerable, and they, that's their sort of exit plan if something something goes wrong, and they want to feel that security. Do they have exit plans? Do partners have exit plans? Well, yeah, I think there might be. People screw a little bit away here or there in, a, in an account. Just, okay, there's my emergency rainy day thing that, you know, if something happens, I can be out of here type thing. The young people,
1: J- Jack nod, <laughs> no, no Jack say no. Young people don't have exit plans. He's I'm thinking if it's me line. and you, if yeah. we and you have got an exit plan, we're in trouble. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, okay. yeah. Okay. So what? Are, what? what's the upside of actually hiding... The fact that you've got some debt that and it is a serious matter. I'm making jest of it because I don't want to be caught uh, with someone looking at my bank balance. But what is the, what is the upside of actually just keeping it quiet and paying the debt off and getting rid of it so your partner doesn't know and and your grief isn't quite so
0: so strong? Well, if you if you manage to pay it off and maybe change the behaviour that led to that debt. That'll be fine. But at some stage along the way, if you don't, it's probably going to become an issue. And then, you know, one of the partners in the relationship is going to go, well, you held that from me. You know, what sort of a footing am I on? Okay, I'll give you another instance because I quite like this topic. What
1: about if you didn't want to add stress to your partner? You know, your gearbox has gone on your car and it's three grand and you don't really want to go home and say to your wife, well, this is going to cost us three
0: grand. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, it happened. Um, You know, you're in a partnership. It's a you know vehicle you probably both use or the family uses. It's you know why not be upfront about it. Okay. All right. So the best your best
1: advice is to people oh eight hundred eighty ten eighty is if you've got any debt, be upfront with your partner. Yeah, but but twelve percent of New Zealanders aren't. That's
0: a hell of a lot. Yeah, it's one and a half out of ten. And like I said, I mean people may be embarrassed about about that yeah, or whatever. Yeah. There's going to be okay. a lot of factors and behind this. So yeah.
1: Last week, the government uh, told us the amendments to their controversial lending laws are going to change. How much easier will this become for people to get a home loan? Because we know that this yeah. three triple um, seds wise has going to always been a problem, hasn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, there was advice from the, the banking industry that this would happen if this is instituted, and it did happen. And now we've wound some of that back. Some of it doesn't get wound back again until March. But, um, you know, it is a little bit of a help, but the you know the Bankers' Association have said the best option presented to him would have been to target affordability regulations to riskier lending and lenders, as well as make changes to the penalties regime. Targeting affordability requirements to support those most at risk would provide them with appropriate protections, as well as freeing up lending for those who can't afford it. So they sort of feel that they haven't gone far enough. There were more recommendations that he hasn't taken into account. And in particular, you've got the real anomaly of the buy now, pay laters, not subject to table CFA restrictions. So, you know, you can have a $1,500 limit there and be paying out $400 a fortnight. Um, I would have thought that's exactly what that law was brought in to protect. Exactly, and that's what the banks are complaining about. If you want to put up the limit on your credit card from $500 to $1,000, they need to do a full assessment of the affordability of that under the Travel CFA. And if you want to set up a buy now, pay later account, it's going to Yeah, days.
1: Well, it's stupid. Yeah. Eight houses evacuated after large land slips on the terrace in Wellington. Can these free freak accidents ever be put in people's financial strife? And is there
0: anything people can do to protect themselves from it? Yeah, well obviously yeah what happened on the terrace it looks it's really really bad and what you're basically talking about is insurance so the things that are very important to you or that would cripple you financially um you would like you you'd ideally want to have insurance on those things I mean if you have a house the bank and there's a mortgage the bank would want you you know you would,
1: would the insurance would your normal household insurance cover a slip
0: to that well, magnitude? I think stuff you need to speak to an insurance expert but I think a lot of that's earthquake and you know, EQC uh, claim so, on some of that. But, you know, then it's what if your house is up the top and, um, you know, half the bank's gone and you can't live in it anymore? You know, maybe that needs to be insured for you to get a payout from the bank. So yeah, basically, if, if it's a window at home, it's going to be a couple hundred bucks to fix. You could have an excess higher than that. You look after the small things, but the big things, maybe you need to have um, risk insurance for that. Uh,
1: there's a text that's come in for you Marcus hi Marcus I'm seeing a lot of media around the pay now uh, buy now and pay later schemes are they safe Beth
0: well I mean it's just another form of credit it's a bit like your credit card. If you can pay it off every month, it's a good thing. If you can't, it's going to cost you money. And the same for the buy now, pay later. It's over four or six equal payments. You buy something for $100, five payments of $20. And, you you know, you've got an excess out of your wages. But what happens if you can't make one of those payments, then a whole lot of fees and charges go on and that product's unregulated. So um, maybe there'll be higher, you know, higher charges, et cetera, in there than what there would be if it was on a normal banking product.
1: Okay, Marcus, I hear this week
0: is money... Money week. What the hell is
1: money week and what does that mean?
0: Okay, um, every year we have uh, a money week just to bring um, a wider um, attention and appreciation to people's uh, money situation. So maybe if you have a look on sorted.org.nz, there'll be quite a few topics. You'll see a lot in the in the paper this week, a whole, a whole lot of more money articles. Just wants to bring people's attention to the fact. I mean, I often think, if people want to buy a new car or go on a holiday, they'll spend months and months researching it, look at YouTube videos, you know, research hotels, things they can do on the holiday. But when it comes to their budget, when they've got a mortgage to pay, the food costs are going up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, do they sit down and spend thirty minutes a month even looking at that? A lot no. of people don't. No. Okay, just quickly because we've got to, to go
1: to slip on. But uh, some shoppers are turning their back on big supermarkets. Marcus, you're very good at this. Is there any real? any other options that are more economical than a
0: supermarket? Um, Well, basically, the weekend markets will be a good thing. Yeah, Um, You know, there's a lot of vegetables down there, but I know there's meat providers um, that turn up and honey, all sorts of things. So that's one example. Um, If you're out in the eastern suburbs, the St. Aidan's Church there uh, in Miramar, they have a vegetable co-op, and what they do is you pay $15 on Thursday, and then they order a whole lot of bulk vegetables and fruit from up Levinway, the markets, and that comes down on a truck and they put those in a big in a big box for you and you pick, pick that up the following week when you paid for it. So you're probably getting really, really good value for money on something like that and there might be a few more of those around the city. Okay, there are. There's some good hips from
1: Marcus uh, Hull uh, from Mortgage Ability New Zealand. Thanks, Marcus.